Are you weary and heartbroken? Do you need healing and deliverance? Welcome to the program, Jesus Can, with your host, Dr. Bongi. Our mission is to help you step-by-step live a victorious life in Christ. Enjoy today's program. We are reading from the book of John, chapter 15, verse 4. Abide in me and in you. As the branch cannot bear fruit by itself unless it abides in the vine, neither can you unless you abide in me. Holy Spirit, we thank you for the reading of the word. Heavenly Father, even now we come before your throne, the throne of grace, mercy, and love. We thank you, Father God, that, Lord, you are touching each and every one, Father God. We thank you that you are making the word tangible in our lives in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Today we are talking about abiding in Christ. What is to abide? Abide is the word, an English word, but it's not commonly used for its term because we know that to abide is to stay. So, but now it's not the term that we will be using. You won't hear people saying, I have decided to go and abide with my mom. I have decided to move out. Now I'm abiding with my sister while it is the word to stay. So this is the term that is secretly used for God. So with God, we abide, meaning that we are staying with him. Its origin is from the Greek word mone. So this means to physically stay where you are. It means to continue to live. It means not to die. It means to stay strong in one's resolution. It means to remain in common purpose with others. It means to stay present, not just physically, but mentally and spiritually. It means to live unchanged. So that's a biblical meaning of abide. So now when we say we abide in Christ, we mean all those things that we are staying, we are living, we're staying in our resolution, we are staying in our purpose, we not just stay physically but mentally and spiritually, we are staying. It means we live unchanged because we are serving a God who doesn't change. He's the same yesterday, today, and forever. So now also we should learn to abide. So now, but why do we abide? The Bible tells us that for us to bear fruits, we have to abide because just as like a branch, like cannot bear fruit without like abiding in the vine. So we also need to abide in Christ for us to be fruitful. But how now do we abide? Because we are talking about abiding, but how to abide? It is true that when we are in Christ, now we are one with him. Like we are the features that he has, we also have. It's like a line, a line when it has a cup. The cup already comes with all the features of being a line. So even ourselves, like we are connected to the vine but it doesn't just like happen that we are connected to the true vine because we have to first accept christ 
so if i may start like a with a, my teaching firstly in first john chapter 4 verse 15 the bible tells us that if anyone confesses that jesus is the son of god god abides in him and he in god so it starts by accepting christ because we know that when you accept Christ, it's when like you believe in your heart and you confess with your mouth that Jesus is the Son of God and that he died and he arose again. So if you believe that and now it's the first step of abiding. So now there is a covenant. There is an agreement because if now I can just go to a workplace, maybe to a supermarket, and I don't have any contract with the management and I just start working, I mop the supermarket, I pack nicely the groceries, I help the customers, showing them where the items are. At the end of the month when I'm supposed to get my remuneration, I won't get it because I don't have an agreement. There is no covenant. So even ourselves to abide, it starts, the beginning of abiding starts with 1 John 4 verse 15. If anyone confesses that Jesus is the son of God, God abides in him and he in God. Secondly, we abide when we allow the way to stay in our hearts. 1 John chapter 2, verse 24. Let that you had from the beginning abide in you. If what you had from the beginning abide in you, then you too will abide in the Son and in the Father. So what you had from the beginning is the weight. So now if the weight abides in you, you will be abiding to the son and the father and also the son and the father will be abiding in you. So now you will be a system just like a branch and the vine. So it abides, the branch abides to the vine and then it produces fruits. So even ourselves, now when we keep the weight in our hearts, in that way, we become one system. Also, when we accept Christ, we become one system. When you look at Mary, the mother of Jesus, the Bible tells us that when she was told the good news that she was going to be the mother of Jesus, she kept the words in her heart and pondered upon the word. I just like the word pondering to me. It just sounds nice, but like it's what we should do, pondering on the word. We should read the word, hear the word, listen to the word, and ponder, meditate on the word and in that way the word will be able to work for us wonders we carry the word until the word carries us for us to understand the word we should approach the word that 
is alive. When we open our Bibles, we should know that you are interacting with a person. There is a person like behind. You are not just reading. That's why sometimes you read a verse and the verse just comes alive in you or it answers a, a question that you had because it's alive. There's breath in those ways. There's Holy Spirit. That's why faith comes by hearing because the Holy Spirit Spirit is the one that tells you what you need to know. It's alive. It's active and alive. So when it's active and alive, now it interacts with you and you have to believe, approach it in that way that it's alive. It amazes me that we don't believe that the word is alive, but we can believe when we are on social media, we can believe when we interact with someone that we don't know that that person is alive. You find a lady and a guy chatting like an even falling in love without knowing each other, just believing that if I see the image of the person, if the person responds to me, it means there is a person on the other end and you will find that people will even go to an extent of taking like maybe a flight or drive to another province to go and see this person whom he doesn't know whom he hasn't seen before why because the person believes that the person that i'm interacting with is alive so even ourselves, the word is alive. We have to approach it knowing that I'm coming to the person. When I'm reading the word, I'm reading like there's a person. It's there. There's a Holy Spirit who talks to me. That's why like, there's always a saying that, when I read the Bible, the Bible reads me. So the Bible reads us because it is a person. It interacts with us. Thirdly, we abide by being obedient. Firstly, I said we abide by accepting Christ. Secondly, I said we abide by allowing the word to settle in our hearts. Thirdly, we are by being obedient. First John chapter 3 verse 24. Whoever keeps his commandments, meaning God's commandments, abides in God and God in him. So whoever keeps the commandments, so that one is the one that abides in God and also God abides in him. So in other words, we have to be obedient. We have to listen to what God is saying to us. This past year, my six-year-old, like a won an award at school for being obedient. So I always uh, tease him to say, I wish the award that you won at school, you can also win it here at home and when he's naughty i will tease him and say just explain to me how did you twist those teachers to give you the award of being obedient because now i don't see you being obedient but he will know that i'm 
teasing him. But what am I talking about? I'm talking about obedience to explain that obedience comes by responding to the commandments. As you respond to God's commandment, it's when you abide in him and him abiding in you. And in that way, now you'll be able to get the fruits. Fourthly, love. Abiding will take you to have love, love for God and love for his people. You cannot say you love God when you don't love his people. That's why even himself, when he says, when you love me, feed my sheep. Because now he knows that there's a relationship. If you love the mother, you should also love the kids. It's a package. So even us, when we say we love God, then it's a package. We should love his people. So now we abide by loving we abide because we love God, because there should be a distinction. We shouldn't say we come to God. I want to abide to God because I heard that if you are a branch and you are connected to the vine, there are fruits. So we shouldn't come to God to say, I want a, to be in God so that I can get the fruits. Yes, the system will give you the fruits, but the motive should be right. You should come to God because you love God. Abiding comes with love. To abide, you abide because you love God. And as you love God, you abide in him. And as you abide in him, then you become fruitful. So this we should understand that we shouldn't be seeking what God has we shouldn't be seeking only his hand i don't say we shouldn't seek what it's what is in the hand of god because he is our father he is a provider but now we should love god and then god will be able to release what is in his hands so like it will take us to seek him first and all these other things will be added. We seek his righteousness, we seek his kingdom, and the other things will be added. You know, when we were like still kids, I remember as I was young in my family, I'm the last born. So now when I was still little, my father at that point used to work with evangelist uh, Renat Bonke and now they will be traveling going to crusades sometimes they will like go for a month not being there and then like will be remaining with my mom and sometimes they will be going to different countries like uh, go to countries and then come back again uh, here in South Africa so now, but what I've realized is that when he has gone maybe to USA or has gone to Israel, will come back with a nice things like nice gifts, nice presents. My mom maybe have a nice bag for my mom and have a something for my 
a brothers and my sister and also for me one, at one point i remember there was a nice toy that like i once received that i really cherished that i wasn't seeing around the country so now it was like that joy of saying when daddy is away when he comes back he comes with gifts now when like we see him when they are on vacation now we see him at home for a long time when you remember that when he's gone now he comes with the gifts and then in my heart it, there will be a question of saying when is evangelist renat bonke taking them again to go to the crusade so that they can come back with the gifts So now as a child yes it's acceptable because you are thinking as a child you don't like understand that the presence of being there is more important than the presence of a gift so but as Christians as mature Christians sometimes it happens that we find ourselves in such a situation where we are looking for what God can give us when we want to worship according to our terms to say what is it for me what will i get if i have done this what will i get if i abide but we should abide with an aim of saying i love the lord and then the lord will see that you get the fruits So now but most of the time we are in a situation where now we are pushing away the father but we want what the father has and which is not an acceptable situation we need to embrace god we need to embrace the holy spirit but now we want the gifts but we don't want the giver of the gifts We want miracles but we don't want the miracle worker. We want power but we don't want the person who gives power. We want anointing but we don't want the person who gives anointing. We want glory but we don't want the one who's an ultimate holder of glory. But yet we want the hand but we don't want his face. If we want god we should want god for who he is we should be like the hebrew boys the hebrew boys said even if our god doesn't save us from the furnace we are still marching on we are still continuing so we need people who will say fruits or no fruits i am marching on because god is my god because he is god from everlasting to everlasting from eternity to eternity so nothing will change him it his kingdom doesn't depend on what is happening to me and you his kingdom remains the same so it's us who have like to change our mindset it's us who have to understand that we should genuinely come to him as a father and as a father he will know what we need as children but we shouldn't come to him as opportunists we shouldn't come to him as gold diggers listen to me i'm not saying that we shouldn't ask from god 
God is waiting for us. He says, you don't have because you don't ask. And then he says, those who abide like and are fruitful can ask anything and it shall be done unto them. So God is willing to give us everything. If he has given his son, what more can he withheld? So, but it's our approach. It's our motive that how do we abide? How do we soak in him? Because we need people who will soak in him. You know, if you take a tea bag, a tea bag, when you put a tea bag like in the water and just take it out at that point, you can notice that the tea will be like weak, will not be like well concentrated. But if you take a tea bag, you allow the tea bag to soak on the tea. You will find the strong concentrated tea because now the tea and the water now becomes one. So even ourselves, we need to be one. We need to abide in such a system that we are one because that's how the system in any way it's meant to be. Like we are intertwined. When we accept Christ, we are one with him. Now, when we allow the word to dwell in us, when we become obedient, when we allow love to be the one that guides, that leads the fruit of the spirit, which is love to blossom, then now we will be able to see victory. We will be able to see ourselves not striving, but abiding. We will be seeing ourselves not even just surviving, but thriving. Because that's the aim of God. He wish us as his children to thrive. So, but our problem is that we are on and off. The one day we are abiding, the next day we don't want to abide. One day, like we are cold, the other day we are hot. So that's why he says you must choose, not lukewarm. Either you're cold or you are hot. When we abide and we give fruits, fruits won't lie because now he's a good God. So now when we are in the true vine, the fruits will be also good. The tree never lies. The fruit never lies because now if it's an apple, the apple will come from an apple tree. You will never find an apple in a banana tree. I believe that if you know the tree of grapes, you will know that maybe sometimes it needs some poles like that to be supported so that the grapes can hang nicely and you'll find that they are nicely like hanging on the branches. If one day you can see the tree of the grapes and you are sure that this is a tree of grapes and you come near and only to find bananas hanging on that tree i guess you will run away in terror you will be afraid that what's happening is witchcraft happening with that tree because now when you see the tree you expect the fruits to not lie because the fruits don't lie and fruits 
They are always visible. Kids will see from afar that, okay, that tree has peaches and come nearer to the tree to pick up the fruits because fruits are usually visible. So that's why even the Bible says you shall know them by their fruits because it knows that the fruit don't lie. The fruit will tell you the connection. The fruit will tell you the type of the root of the tree because now that vine, the root, the vine, the stem, like and also the branch will be inconsistent. If it's an apple, it will be inconsistent with an apple. From the roots, it will be known that you have planted an apple. The seed would have started being the seed of an apple. So even ourselves, we display what was the root, the seed. So that's why when we connect to the true vine, we won't struggle to bear fruit because it's a system we are just connected to the system and we bear fruit. But Matthew 7, 20 says, you shall know them by their fruits. Now we are busy arguing, is this one a true prophet? Is this one a false prophet? But the Bible tells us that you shall know them by their fruits. Lastly, as I'm closing, I'm talking about abiding, being in the relationship, not religion, but relationship. So relationship, it will take you to abide. Any test of a relationship is the time. The time when you spend time, it's where the relationship grows stronger. So, so even with God, like as you spend time in the Word, spend time in prayer, spend time with the Holy Spirit, it's when now the relationship will blossom. It's when now you'll see the fruitfulness of this system that you are in, but it will take you to be close. You know, the planets we have a mercury planet which is closer to the sun and we have a neptune which is further to the sun mercury because it's closer to the sun is hot neptune because it's further to the sun is cold so ourselves for us to be able to be hot for us to be able to even produce like fruit like a a fruit that everyone can see and everyone can be glad that these fruits are really pleasant. It's when we are closer to the sun. Now being closer to the sun, which is the son of God, although he's also the son of righteousness, S-U-N, like being the son of righteousness. But now I'm talking about that when we are closer to the sun, when we are abiding, staying, it will be seen. The fruits never lie. So today I want to say that let's abide in him and abide with the right motive and we will see God's hands in our lives. Amen. Thank you for tuning in to Jesus Can with Dr. Bongi. We hope you've enjoyed the program. Please tune in again, same time, same place. Always remember that if Jesus can, you can. Shalom.